Life has its ups and downs. Life can be fun. Life is sometimes hectic. And life is full of choices. Welcome to Venture, the podcast that brings the biblical truth to the ventures that we face in this world and live in today. Hey everybody, welcome back to another Venture Podcast, and it's our midweek podcast, believe it or not, because we are here to apologize, first of all, that uh, uh, we, as in Bobby and I, had uh, a lot going on in July. Bobby had to work a lot, and myself, I had to uh, go on a couple mission trips, and man, our schedule just got crazy oh, right it was way too hard to get in here yeah. and record but so we apologize we really missed it that's yeah for sure. we did uh we apologize for not bringing you our normal midweek podcast to you guys with some of the questions that are out there and some of the questions that robert has and as well as myself and so we thank you for tuning in uh and being a part of this uh this week's podcast we really do appreciate it uh if you do not know my name is dan wills i'm the lead pastor at chandler acres church in bellevue nebraska and uh, uh alongside with me as usual is robert burgess say hey robert uh, what's up guys <laughs> it's just kind of our thing so i always ask this robert how was work today you know work uh in the past few days it's been the same job that's been holding me up but at least today i was able to like Look at him. Look at the guys and be like, "I'm sorry, but we can't stay late today." Right. <laughs> got to record this podcast. Yeah. Got to get moving. Today, so we so. spent a lot of time walking around and figuring figuring out information, and then tomorrow is going to be the day that we <laughs> got to work. work hard. All right. Cool. So, uh, Robert, what is our uh, kind of our question today, or thought today, or what are we what well, are we talking about? This is something I wanted to talk about because um, your your recent messages have been a lot about tithe, which is a hard topic to talk about. Absolutely, with the, yep. with the church, but um, it was just something that you know I feel like should be a basic question, but uh, to me, it's hard to get my mind around. Um, and that is, if I budget my tithe. Mm-hmm. in with my bills like it's an automatic pay have to pay it right sure yeah. um and then my money at the end of my budgeting falls short mm-hmm. um should i still tithe um and kind of just hope and, and or have faith that god will provide the mm-hmm. money for the rest of my bills mm-hmm. or should i cut my tithe short or um i also wanted to know if it would if you think it would be wrong to maybe make a backup plan, like maybe borrowing money from my mother or or you okay. know, something like that, sure. would it be wrong to make a backup plan? In it sounds bad to say, but in case God doesn't provide. Okay, uh, yeah, I mean that's you know it's those are all three you know great questions in that sense of talking about tithe because it is it's a hard thing to understand of. You know, first of all, why we do it and all those kinds of things. And that's not our question today is why we tithe and, and things like that. But I think you almost have to kind of explain that a little bit just to know where we go with it. Yeah. You know? And yeah. obviously, um, and, and if you're a listener that, you know, hey, I've always wanted to know, why do we tithe? Why do churches ask for money? You know, mm-hmm. why do they need any money? Well, first of all, 
the main reason is God teaches us in the scripture that we are to tithe. And it comes from uh, Malachi 3, verse 10. It specifically says, bring the whole tithe to the storehouse. And that word tithe in there is, comes from, not trying to give everybody a history lesson truly here, but comes from the word maser, which actually means a tenth. So bring a tenth of what you have to the storehouse so that, um, and then God will continue to bless that and everything. So God teaches us to do that. And it comes from the Old Testament Malachi. Uh, and so that's where we get the word tithe from, which is 10th. And so God is telling us that we're supposed to give a 10th back to, mm -hmm. to the church, to, um, in, to God, you know, and then obviously a lot of people don't realize that that actual 10th actually pays for all your churches, you know, does pay for salaries and but all these bills and all the everything your else. Ministries, ministries are like yeah budgets. down the line. It, it usually comes after all the the basic budget of the church is met because you have to have lights and power and all yeah. you know all the gas and the air and all that kind of stuff. But uh, hopefully you're bringing enough tithe and if everybody's doing what they're supposed to do, we'll help build the ministries as well. So to kind of move on from that though, so the the question is, okay, great, I'm I'm tithing. That's what God calls me to do, so I'm giving my tenth, right? Well, God also teaches us to give our tenth first, to trust in him, to have faith to put it first. Yeah. So so we are taught as a Christian, as and as we become, you know, I mean, it's new believers, or we've been, you know, many years as a follower of Christ, that, that okay, I'm tithing, and God teaches me that I'm supposed to tithe, and it's 10%. Okay, great, I've learned now, I'm giving my 10%. But I've learned that, okay, I'm putting it first. Then the question comes, uh-oh, my bills aren't met, right? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple things that are probably going on there. One, sometimes, you know, maybe we're tithing more than we should, you know, which is a possibility, you know, which is okay. You know, maybe you're not, maybe you're actually giving 12%, you know, because you just took a round off number. Oh, I'll give $500 or whatever a month. And reality is, you know, you're not making enough to provide that $500. Does that, does yeah, that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Most of the time though, most people don't give the true 10% or, or most people don't give over. They're going to go, Hey, I'm 10%. That's where I'm, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and and yeah. those types of things, or they give under 10%. Um, and so they're giving. And so what happens is they start paying their, their bills and there's not enough money. Well, uh, my ultimate answer is, do you continue doing that? And the answer is yes, because the first reaction, the first thing you're actually doing is you're giving back to God, giving your 10th back to God in faith. And that is one of the best ways you can worship our Lord and Savior, you know, is by trusting him that things will be taken care of by being in full faith, giving 10% of our first, you know, income. So however that works for you, obviously everybody's different. Some people get paid monthly. Some people get paid every other week. There's several people get paid weekly or some people get paid daily, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so every time you get a paycheck, you should be giving 10% according to scripture, according to our God, if we are to follow that 10% of that. Okay. Well then great. That's, that's a great act of faith. Now my bills aren't getting paid. Well, it's not because God's not providing, like we kind of mentioned, uh, we need to look at, okay, what are we spending our money on? You know, most yeah, time, if you look part, at yeah. it, what do you, where are your, where's your budget going? You know, um, where, where could you, um, if you're only paying for your home, food and clothing, 
and nothing else, and you still can't afford to pay those things, then you've got to look at, okay, I'm not, I'm probably giving too much, okay, or I'm not um, making enough money to be doing what I'm wanting to do. You know, maybe you're not making enough income to be having a, be living in a house and, and uh, having two cars and <laughs> all these other things, yeah. you know, or just being the basics. Well, I'm supposed to be living. Well, maybe you have to look at, you know, maybe God doesn't want you in a $100,000 home. Maybe he wants you in a $50,000 home or in a, not a million-dollar home, but or maybe a $500,000 home, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. to where the money I'm putting in towards my home is not as much. I'm So, in other words, it's basically living within our means is what we call it. Yeah, I, you know, that's something I never really thought about is, is, you know, if you're, if you make a commitment to giving that tithe first and you don't make your bills, mm-hmm. well, then it is possible maybe you're spending too much money elsewhere. Oh, yeah. Rather than taking away from how much money you're tithing, take away from things that you don't actually need in your lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, a lot of my money goes towards food. Um because I just, you know, in, in, when I when I go eat out for lunch or something like that, I, you know, I, I gorge myself and I mm-hmm. just, you know, I get what I want. Right. Well, if I'm not able to tithe, you know, because I didn't budget beforehand or whatever, and then I get to church and I don't have the money to tithe, mm-hmm. well, maybe that's time for me to cut back on what I'm eating, you know, save yeah. money on, on the food stuff. And yeah. Like, like you were saying, you know, for a house or your lifestyle, if you're living comfortably, but you're not mm-hmm. able to tithe, yep. you know, then what, you know, where are you? What are you doing? Yep. You know, maybe to, you know, to be a, a, a Christian and, and follow, you know, what God teaches you, mm-hmm. you might have to change your lifestyle. Yeah. And, you know, and it's not, that's not the first time he's ever asked you to change your lifestyle. No, him, you not know? at all. Obviously your first, your whole, your first following Christ is changing your whole lifestyle yeah of yeah course. it's a yeah. whole new decision you're going to be transforming a new new person and, and and here's here's the deal with it is okay think of it this way god says you know hey okay here's what i'm going to do if you trust me i'm going to provide for you okay yeah he doesn't say that i'm going to make you rich <laughs> mm-hmm. he says he's going to provide for you right and so providing for you is to just keep you healthy so place to live the, the food you need and the clothing to wear, you know, yeah. and it doesn't mean you have to have 40 pairs of shoes. You only need one pair of shoes. Honestly, if you think about it, maybe one extra for your job, you know what I mean? It's people don't live with bare minimum. And I'm not here saying that's what I do, nor I think are you, but you have to evaluate where, where things are at. A great example is I'm actually, we're going to preach on this, this coming Sunday. It's, you can value somebody's heart, okay, by what they're paying through their checkbook. You can tell where people's hearts are by looking at their checkbook because it's it's where are they putting that money? You know, are you paying for four cars and only giving God $50, you know, and, mm-hmm. and looking at it that way that, you know, well, I made the mistake by getting four cars instead of doing what God provided. Why do I need four cars when there's two of us? You know what I mean? It, you don't need all those. It's a, it's, you got to look at it as what is God providing for me, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, but it also says, which is in Malachi 3 is also, it says, uh, he goes on to say, hey, 
test me in this. So when you are giving the tithe, he says, hey, give all your 10% and trust me in this, right? He actually says, test me in this. And so he goes on to say, I will throw open the floodgates uh, of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there will not be enough room for it, okay? So does that mean that if I give you know, my 10%, I'm gonna be rich? Not per se. It might be that you're gonna have some extra stuff to be able to, hey, maybe I can buy that car or that extra, um, you know, uh, extra latte in the morning or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. because you're having the faith to trust in Him, and, and He's just going to open that up to where, hey, you know, if you're going to do that for me, here's what I'm going to do for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that, and what's funny is that's the only time in the Bible He talks about that is by saying, "Test me in this." That's the only time He ever uses that to say, "Test me." is in that specific thing when it comes to tithe, which is, is kind of crazy. That is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, assuming we have some more time left, yeah. I, I wanted to, to continue on on that a little bit. Okay. Because I, I have heard it from people before of uh, when they say, well, I give 10% of my time to the sure. church. Okay. And what is your opinion on, on that? People who serve in the church and stuff like that, can they, you know, should they be able to consider that they're tithing? The quick answer to that would be no, <laughs> but there's obviously you need to know why I would say no to that answer. Uh, in Scripture, uh, what we've been studying in First First Timothy six eighteen. Here's listen to what it says: is commands them to do good, to be rich in good deeds, and to be generous and willing to share. Mm-hmm. There's there's separation of things there. It says to do good deeds. So working in the church and or outside of the church and doing good things, if you want to say, well, that's my tithe. Okay, so if I'm going to do, let's say you want to, I'm going to be part of the properties, you know, per people of the church. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to come in every uh, Saturday and work for four hours. And normally I would get paid $12 an hour. So at $12 an hour times four, that's 48 right? 48 bucks. So that's $48 towards the church. That's what they're getting from me. Okay, that's, yeah. not, that's not how it works because in scripture it teaches us to be rich in good deeds. So do those things yep. and to be generous and willing to share. In other words, to give our tithe. So we have to be generous in, in everything. And so God calls us specifically to tithe. He calls us specifically to do good things you know, to good, do good deeds. So no, it's not, it's two separate things mm-hmm. to be able to do that. You know, and that makes sense to me because, yeah. you know, I, I'm, I don't want to share on anything I've ever, I, you know, I've, yeah. I've seen, but the pastors that I've, that I've met in my life and that I've seen, I've always ever seen them tithe, mm-hmm. you know, or the, it's just at least, you know, their, their wives will put something into the, yeah. into the tithe and, mm-hmm. you know, it was confused me. And then, you know, I hear when people would tell me something like that, where it's like, you know, well, I give 10% of my time to the church and, mm-hmm. you know, going to church and I do this and I do that for the church. Yeah. It's like, well, I've seen pastors who are full time and, and do this for the, this is yeah. their life. Th- thinking about it this way, as pastors, you know, we get paid through the church, correct? Yeah. Most, most, in most denominations do it that way. The church pays through, through them and they get paid through the church. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's how we do it. Our church. So, I could bring up the question, then why am I paying for my own salary? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah, what I'm saying? You know, yeah. yeah. But because God tells me I need to tithe. That's my yeah, faith. I have to... there's, a, there's a difference between 
the deeds you do for the church correct and and the money that you, that get, you give the, the generosity yeah that's still my my income just as everybody else's though for the work that i do but then i still have to give my tithe because i'm grateful for my god and that's why i can worship my god by giving my 10 percent back to him you yeah. know what i mean so it's it's the same same scenario. So you, I could use that as an excuse just as much as, well, I can work here and just use my time and everything. Mm -hmm. Now, there's one thing, this is my opinion only. If you have somebody that is incapable of working or they just have no way of getting income or anything like that, and they just have no way of giving something and they want to put some time in to be a part of that, I can see that being you know, in a sense of kind of helping that out just because they're in that situation of I, they just don't have a way to get any income. You know what I mean? And, I, I can agree to that. Yeah. But I also, it also brings me back to that thought. I, it, I think it was a story that we heard uh, at this super summer camp that we were mm -hmm. just at last week. Yep. Um, when he was talking about um, the, I think the one, the, the poor woman mm -hmm. giving a penny mm -hmm. and it just, and it m meant more to him than, anything else because it was yep. it, it, she had so little to give that she she still gave this penny yeah that could it, because it's not about the amount it's about the percentage right. we actually use that in my my one of my messages as well too because uh god didn't look at the the amount he looked at the the percentage the heart it's coming from yeah but if a person has no income coming in none mm -hmm. then how are they going to give anything right now, if they have any kind of income, they need to give something, you know what I mean, if they're a Christian. If it's two pennies, it's two pennies. If they're truly giving from the heart and that's what God has given them, that's what God's going to look at. Yeah. You know? That story kind of touches me because it, it makes me realize that it or it helps you to realize that it has nothing to do with the church wanting money. It has everything to do with the church wanting you to give. You know what I mean? Of God wanting you yeah, to give. Well, yeah, that's, yeah. What, I, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean, of like... But the church encouraging you to to give to God because mm -hmm. you know that that is what God asks of you, and you know it's it's a, I think it's a powerful story that you know even if I am poor poor beyond belief, you know and I'm and I'm one of those people on on the side of the road who is just you know begging and begging for money. Yeah, that God still cares about me because I could you know not because I can <laughs> I could yeah. give, but you know what I mean where it's like I. You know, God still loves that that I would give my two pennies. Absolutely, because you know? here in Second Corinthians nine seven it says this that each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give, not reluctantly or under compulsion, mm -hmm. for God loves a cheerful giver. Absolutely. So if you're giving from the heart and you're doing what you can and you're striving to get to that 10% because you know that's the right thing to do. But right now, you know, my life's messed up and, and things are going rough. I'm going to get there. But right now, I at least got to give something. It's about the heart, ultimately. You know, God does want you to give 10%. But ultimately, he wants you to be a cheerful giver and just give, you know, because you love him so much. It's that, it's that, that, that sign of worship. Yeah, makes sense. Does that help you today? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, man. That was a great, great topic, man. That was that was a good one. So, hey, guys, we appreciate you listening in to our Venture Midweek podcast again. We're so grateful you you came back and hung in with us to listen and everything. We apologize for the last last few weeks of not being uh, out there and, uh, and ready for you guys to go. But we sure enjoy you being a part of uh, our Venture uh, podcast. So hope to talk to you soon. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcast or Chandler Acres Church, or if you'd like to support this ministry, 
please visit us at chandleracreschurch.com.